Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, it's so crazy because we're not doing time change anymore, and it is so dark in the morning. It's 7.30, and it's still kind of dark outside. It's very weird, huh, Pei? Yeah. Okay, welcome to our Roll Doll series, and we are reading, Peyton, what are we reading? We are reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, I'm reading. You're focusing on what you're doing, and listen to reading, Okay. Chapter 17, Augustus Gloop Goes Up the Pipe. When Mr. Wonka turned around and saw that Augustus Gloop was doing, he cried out, Oh no, please, Augustus, please, I beg you, do not do that. My chocolate must be untouched by human hands. Augustus, cried out his, cried out Mrs. Gloop, didn't you hear what the man said? Come away from that river at once. This stuff is fabulous, said Augustus, not the slightest of notice to his mother or Willy Wonka. Gosh, I need a bucket to drink it properly. Augustus, cried Mr. Wonka, hopping down and wagging his stick in the air. You must come away. You are dirtying my chocolate. Augustus, cried Mrs. Gloop. Augustus, cried Mr. Gloop. But Augustus was deaf to everything except the call of his enormous stomach. He was now lying full length on the ground with his head far out over the river, lapping up the river like chocolate like a dog. Augustus, shouted Mrs. Gloop, you'll be giving a nasty cold of yours to about a million people over the country. Ew, she was going to let him. Gosh, be careful, Augustus, shouted Mr. Gloop. You're leaning too far in. out. Mr. Gloop was absolutely right. For suddenly there was a shriek and a splash into the river went Augustus, and one second later he had disappeared into the brown surface. Save him, screamed Mrs. Gloop, going white in the face, waving her umbrella about. He'll drown. He can't swim a yard. Save him. Save him. Good heavens, woman, said Mr. Gloop. I'm not diving in there. I'll get, I've got my best suit on. He didn't want to dive in the chocolate because he had a good outfit on. And his kid was drowning. Okay. Augustus Gloop's face come out again to the surface, painted brown with chocolate. Help, 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 he yelled. Fish me out. Don't just stand there, Mrs. Gloop screamed at Mr. Gloop. Do something. I am doing something, said Mr. Gloop, who was now taking his jacket off and getting ready to dive in the chocolate. But while he was doing this, the wretched boy was being sucked closer and closer towards the mouth of the one, one of the great pipes that was dangling down into the river. Then, all at once, the powerful suction took a hold of him completely, and he was pulled under the surface into the mouth of the pipe. The crowd on the riverbank waited breathlessly to see where he would be, where he would come out. There he goes! Somebody shouted, pointing upwards. And sure enough, because the pipe was made of glass, and Augustus could barely be sh- seen shooting inside of it, head first like a torpedo. Help! Murder! Police! Screamed Mrs. Gloop. Augustus, come back at once! Where are you going? It's a wonder to me, says Mrs. Gloop, how that pipe is big enough for him to to go through. It isn't big enough, said Charlie Bucket. Oh, dear, look how he's slowing down. So he is, said Grandpa Joe. He's going to get, he's going to stick, said Charlie. I think he is, said Grandpa Joe. Boy, golly, he has stuck, said Charlie. 
His stomach that's done. It's his stomach that's done it, said Mr. Gloop. He's blocked the whole pipe, Grandpa Joe said. Uh, Smash the pipe, yelled Mrs. Gloop, still waving her umbrella. Augustus, come out here at once. The watchers blew. The watchers below could see the chocolate swishing around the boy in the pipes, and they could see it busting behind him in a solid mass, pushing up against the blockage. The pressure was terrific. Something had to give. Something had to give, and that something was Augustus. Woof! Up he shot against, like, again, like a bullet in the barrel of a gun. Wait, again? Again, um... Well, he shot up again. I think it's because he started to go up the um, pipe first, and then he got stuck, and then again he went up. He's disappeared, yelled Mrs. Gloop. Where does that pipe go? Quick, call the fire brigade. Brigade, Keep calm, cried Mr. Wonka. Keep calm, my dear lady, keep calm. There is no danger, no danger whatsoever. Augustus has uh, gone on a little journey, that's all. Most incredible journey, but he'll come out just fine. You wait and see. How could he possibly come out just fine, snapped Mrs. Gloop. He'll be made into marshmallows in five seconds. Yeah, impossible, cried Mr. Wonka. Unthinkable, inconceivable, absurd. He could never be made into marshmallows. And why not, may I ask, Mrs. shouted Mrs. Gloop. Because the pipe doesn't go anywhere near it. The pipe, the one that Augustus went up in, happens to lead directly into the room where I make the most delicious kind of strawberry-flavored chocolate-coated fudge. Then he'll be made into a strawberry-flavored chocolate-coated fudge, screamed Mrs. Gloop. My poor Augustus. They'll be selling him by the pound all over the country tomorrow morning. Quite right, said Mr. Gloop. I know I'm right, said Mrs. Gloop. It's beyond a joke, said Mr. Gloop. Mr. Wonka didn't seem to think so, cried Mrs. Gloop. Just look at him. He's laughing his head off. How dare you laugh at Laugh like that when my boy's just gone up the pipe, you monster, she shrieked, pointing her umbrella at Mr. Wonka. He was not even laughing. No, he was laughing. Yeah. As though she were going to run him through. You think this is a joke, do you? You think by sucking my boy into your fudge room, just like that, just like the big, great, colossal, like it's a big, great, colossal joke? He'll be perfectly safe, said Mr. Wonka, giggling slightly. He'll be chocolate fudge, shrieked. Mrs. Gloop. Never, cried Mr. Wonka. Of course he will, shrieked Mrs. Gloop. I wouldn't allow it, cried Mr. Wonka. And why not, shrieked Mrs. Gloop. Because the taste would be terrible, cried Mrs. Yep, cried Mr. Wonka. Just imagine it. I think he's joking. I think so too. Augustus flavored chocolate-coated Gloop. No one would buy it. They most certainly would, cried Mrs. Gloop indignantly. I don't want to think about it, cried Mr. Gloop. Nor do I, said Mr. Wonka, and I promise you, madam, that your darling boy is perfectly safe. If he's perfectly safe, then where is he, snapped Mrs. Gloop. Lead me to him this instant. Mr. Wonka turned around and clicked his finger sharply. Click, 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 three times. Immediately, Oompa Loompa and Oompa Loompa appeared, as if out of from nowhere, and stood beside him. <clears throat> the Oompa Loompa bowed and smiled, showing his beautiful teeth, his skin was rosy white his long hair was golden brown and the top of his head came just above the height of mr wonka's knee he wore the usual deerskin slug over his shoulder now listen to me mr wonka said looking down at the tiny man i want you to take mr and mrs gloop to the fudge room and help them find their son augustus he's just gone up the pipe the oompa loompa took one look at mr's at at Mrs. Gloop and exploded into peals of laughter. <laughs> don't, oh, 
Do be quiet, Mrs. Gloop. Oh, uh, oh, do be quiet, Mr. Wonka. Control yourself. Put yourself to get. Pull yourself together. Mrs. Gloop does not think it's funny after all. Oh, that's what Mr. Wonka said. Oh, do be quiet, said Mr. Wonka. Control yourself. Pull yourself together. Mrs. Gloop does not think that it's funny. You can say that again, said Mrs. Gloop. Go straight to the fudge room, Mr. Wonka said to the Oompa Loompa. And when you get there, take a long stick and poke around to see inside the big chocolate mixing barrel. I'm almost certain you'll find him there. But you'd better look sharp. You'll have to hurry. If you leave him in the chocolate barrel mixing too long, he's liable to get poured out into the fudge boiler. And that would really be a disaster, wouldn't it? My fudge would become quite uneatable. You're right. That's all he does care about, huh? Mrs. Gloop let out a shriek of fury. I'm joking, said Mr. Wonka, giggling madly behind his beard. I didn't mean it. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Goodbye, Mrs. Gloop. Goodbye, Mr. Gloop. Goodbye. I'll see you later. And Mr. and Mrs. Gloop and their tiny escort hurried away. The five Oompa Loompas on on the far side of the river suddenly began hopping and dancing and beating wildly upon a number of very small drums. Augustus Gloop, they chanted. Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloop. Grandpa, Grandpa, cried Charlie. Listen to them, Grandpa. What are they doing? Shush, whispered Grandpa Joe. I think they're going to sing a song. Augustus Gloop, cried the Oompa Loompas. Augustus Gloop, the great big greedy nincompoop. How long will, how Long could we allow this beast to gorge and guzzle and feast, feed and feast? Oh, jeez, Louise, this is a long song. On everything he wanted to do. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to say it. Sorry, you guys. Great Scott, it simply wouldn't do. However long this pig might live, we're positive he'd never give. Even the smallest bit of fun or the happiness to everyone. So what we do in cases such as this, we we used a gentle touch and carefully we take the brat and turn him into something that will give great pleasure to us all. A doll, for instance, or a ball, or marbles, or a rocking horse. But this revolting boy, of course, was so unutterly vile, so greedy, foul, and infantile. He left a most disgusting taste inside our mouths, and mouths, and so we haste. We choose that thing, come what may, would take the nasty taste away. Come on, we cried. The time is ripe to send him shooting up the pipe. He has to go, it has to be, and very soon he's going to see inside the room which he's gone. Some funny things are going on. But don't, dear children, be alarmed. Augustus Gloop will not be harmed. Although, of course, we must admit, he'll be altered quite a bit. He'll be quite changed from what he's been. And when he goes through the fudge machine, slowly the wheels will go round and round. The cogs begin to grind and pound. Hundreds of nice go slice, slice, slice. We add some sugar, cream, and spice. We boil him for a minute or more until we're absolutely sure that all the greed... And all the gall is boiled away for once and all. And now, then he comes out, and now by grace, a miracle has taken place. This boy, who just before was loathed by men from shore to shore, his greedy brute, his louse's ear, is loved by people everywhere. For who could hate a bear or a bear a grudge against a luscious bit of fudge? That is a long song. Gee, many Christmas. I told you they love singing, cried Mr. Wonka. Aren't they delightful? Aren't they charming? But you mustn't believe a word they say. It's all nonsense, every bit of it. Are the Oompa Loompas really joking, Grandpa asked 
Grandpa, asked Charlie. Of course they're joking, answered Grandpa Joe. They must be joking. At least, I hope they're joking, don't you? Oh my gosh. Weird.